Hey, what's up, guys? Yeah, it's the holiday season. 12 days of replay. Stale bread. I'm sick of doing this. Every day I come out here, I tell you what's coming up. So in this episode, what you're going to get here is a fancy draft edition with myself. Remember the captain? Yeah, buy a hat. He was on this, along with Seth, the KFJ. Yeah, we did top 10 wrestlers of 2015 at that time. Yeah, 2015. So hopefully you guys enjoyed it. A lot of you people miss the fancy draft. I miss the fancy draft, Taz. I loved it so much. You know what? Too fucking bad. I'm sick of hearing about you and the fantasy draft and you miss it you take your free lunch and you enjoy it otherwise go away okay in the meantime i'll sit here and plug that you're gonna enjoy this fantasy draft that's coming up and it's a 2015 a, a year ago top 10 wrestlers me the captain and seth yeah we talked about a fancy draft and i'm still wearing this stupid fucking hat take it easy <laughs> We wish you a merry shame We wish you a merry shame We wish you a merry shame And a happy furnum Snape From the heart of New York City He is the human suplex machine This is the Taz Show Yeah, Talking wrestling, sports, and beyond It's the Black Tower Maniac Coming out of Brooklyn A one-man crime spree He gonna leave you shook Try to beat him if you can And survive if he lets you and he coming for you too Better watch out The guy your mother warned you about And he's got one question I'll inform you about Like You're not afraid of a little competition, are you? Award-winning host and former world heavyweight champion, Taz All right, all right Here we go Special edition city, baby Fantasy draft edition Special edition during this holiday season, if you believe in it, Merry Christmas. It's Christmas Eve. That's when this bad boy's dropping right now. If you don't believe in it, Merry whatever. I got the KFJ. Kung Fu Java. Seth, back in the house. Seth, what's up? Uh, great to be here. Thanks for recognizing Hanukkah. Thank you. Well, I was going to defer to you on that. Handle Hanukkah, that. It's over, buddy. Hanukkah's right. over. You That's missed it. I got no card. I got nothing. <laughs> This guy, nothing. He's out of sight, out of mind. It's cool. There's so many different holidays. There's there's everything. There's there's Xmas, uh, Christmas. There's Hanukkah, Hanukkah. There's 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 obviously uh, Kwanzaa. Kwanzaa. There's there's. It's a festivus miracle. There's everything. So we also have the professor, Professor Vegas, Mike Tanay. You there, my friend? Yeah, happy freaking holidays. <laughs> there it is, today in the holidays. Yeah, I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled. <laughs> Seth's return. What's that, my Christmas present? Well, you know I only came back because you have like, two pages of material waiting for me. So <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> All right, so we're back in the saddle. Us three again doing fancy drafts. It's been a while. We had a circle of wagons up. We're all very busy. Mike's doing your – obviously, you're doing big numbers, big success with your podcast, uh, your sports betting podcast. Give us a quick overview how things are going, Mike, what's going on in the Professor Vegas podcast world. Yeah, it's going great. Professor Vegas drops every Thursday. It's a sports betting audio magazine. There's something for everybody. If you have any interest in sports, you've got to check it out. We talk to bookies. We talk to handicappers. We talk to professional gamblers each and every week. So, Seth, uh, you know, Tanae tells me that his show, and, I, and I've looked into some of the numbers, that his show is kicking ass. It's doing really well. Well, actually, uh, since he brought it up, we have an announcement for Professor. He's doing so well, we're actually putting his portrait up on the wall here at CBS. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute. a dartboard. Yeah, I don't want the camera to see what I just did to Seth. I flipped him <laughs> off. That's a shot at me because I did a recent show where I cut a promo on everybody at CBS Corporate. because they got posters of all these other jobbers and not me in the hallway, in the lobby. So he took an a outrage. Sh- yeah, it's an outrage. All right, so look, this is the thing here. All right, so this is end of year top 10 wrestlers of 2015. Now, very difficult here to pick. You know, the top 10, and, and for those that are new to Fantasy Draft Edition here on the Taz Show, the way this works, and you can go back to the Human Podcast Machine days, they're all on TazShow.com, you can hear them all, the old ones. Um, basically, myself, Seth, and Mike Tanay, we have a list of our top 10 or for whatever topic. In this instance, it's end-of-year top 10 wrestlers. We do not share that list with each other, so it's not contrived, we don't we, we react 
to each other organically and naturally. So I want to just set the table with those with that uh, gimmick schnabitz, schnabitz right there. So um, now we're going to roll. So I, I don't know about you two guys, but for me, this list was not easy to put together. And I think there's going to be a lot of flags thrown on several of our comments on who we have or if we missed any guys. So now, just so we're on the same page, I, I don't, we didn't put tag teams in this. And what about females? We didn't discuss that. Do we discuss tag teams too? Uh -oh. no, I always love this. The, the ground rules are never established oh. until we come on the show. God almighty, this is a problem. Here we go. Huh? Uh, Flag thrown. I, I have no tag teams. I have no females. I'm good to go. Me too. My <laughs> the flag is up. <laughs> Seth, do you have tag teams? I got a tag team and a female. Oh, dude. I just thought it would be great because you didn't make ground rules, so I thought you'd definitely do this, and we started, and now it's it's great. Uh, all right, so, so Mike, we got to let There's Seth... There's always one, and yeah. it's always him. It's, I hate to admit it. I hate it. It's, it's possibly not Seth's fault. I mean, this is something that we should have discussed. I should have, as the host... Why start now? <laughs> as the host, I guess some would say I should have did this yesterday or... Uh, a week ago and laid the rules down with you guys. There is no tomorrow! But, you know, it's like sometimes these things happen and I screw up. That's kind of the gimmick here. Damn, All right. So here we go. All right. The normal routine. I start... No. Who starts? Today starts. He's the guest. Yes. Today starts, then Seth goes, and then yours truly goes. You ready, Mike? I'm ready. Go. You know, at number 10 for 2015, I have to admit, this guy was not on my initial draft, my first draft. And the more I thought about it, I said, I just have to put him in the list, have to put him in at number 10. I think when he was United States champion, he really breathed life back into what was, uh, for years, a dead title. Um, when John Cena had the open challenges, uh, I thought he really um, elevated a lot of the opponents, uh, the likes of a Kevin Owens and a Cesaro. I thought he really not only elevated them, but made them special. And I think... The time off that John Cena has had uh, the last month or so, I think it, it's it's good for him just because this is a guy who has been such a constant and on uh, a WWE programming week after week, month after month, year after year. So I think it's good, too, that it's a little bit of a time away. Uh, John Cena is my number 10. If John Cena is your number 10, then I can't wait to hear your number 3, 4, and 2, and 1. I mean, geez. I, I, are you kidding me? Number 10. Number Mike, 10. I got to tell you, that's a little, uh, I'm a little disappointed in you. Uh, he's what, do you on my, what do you mean disappointed? I'm disappointed. He's on my list, but he's he's higher than 10. The, the year this guy well, had. Good for you. All right. Good for you. Uh, well, well. Strike, strike up the band. Uh, we're starting off already. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. Today, getting nasty as usual. I'm going to kick your ass. All right. Go ahead. Uh, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead, Seth. I'm just so thrown off and intimidated right now. I don't know. I don't know what to do. Um, all right, so I'm going to throw the flag right away on myself because I got number ten. I got Sasha Banks, the oh boss. Oh my god, <laughs> she is the boss, and I'm a huge moth for her. But she is god. great, and she's great in the ring. She's great out of the ring. She's a breath of fresh air. She's different. She's unique. And I, I, when I made this list, I, she was on my list. I wish I could throw this mic at you because I'm so mad. You're the producer of the show. The captain's not here. He's pissed off. You should have said, Taz, we got to have parameters. So Tanae and I and you, you should have said no chicks or we're adding chicks. I mean, you know. No chicks with, okay. <laughs> I, look, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a fan of Sasha Banks. I, I'm not going to throw a flag on you. I, she's great. I mean, she, she's had an amazing year. There's no doubt. And, you know, like, um, you know, Mick Foley's been like, you know, Saying, hey, we need more Sasha Banks on programming. You know, he's been railing WWE programming so, lately. So, because Mick Foley said it? That yes. means I got to just actually, that's the reason why. He's actually, his his list is my list. I took my list from him. No! So, listen, I, that doesn't matter. That Mick, I love Mick. We're not talking about Mick. He's making a point. Like, Today, yeah. do you like Mick? I love Mick Foley, but come on, Seth. <laughs> <laughs> Think on your own for once, would you? Uh, hey, Mick Foley said Sasha Banks would be in the top ten. <laughs> <laughs> Sasha Banks. Gary, Gary Hart once wrote a book. He didn't mention Sasha Banks. Oh. If he was still alive, he his second book would mention Sasha Banks for yeah, sure. sure it Why yes. did you mention Gary Hart's book? Come on, today. <laughs> all praise. All <laughs> hail Gary Hart's book. Oh, my God. You guys are just a bunch of mocks. All right. Oh so my number 10 is a fella from Lucha Underground named Prince Puma, also known as Ricochet. I've done this on my show on uh, the breakdown before breakout. 
on Ricochet. This guy is an amazing, amazing competitor. Some might not think... Uh, some might say it's hard to put a Lucha Underground wrestler in a top 10 wrestler of 2015 because of their TV penetration. It's not all year round because of the way they shoot and their seasons and stuff like that. But uh, just this guy's work rate, uh, his holding titles, just at, not just as Ricoch- not just as Prince Puma, but as Ricochet also. He's an amazing competitor. Mike, you familiar with this young man? I'm very familiar with him. I've seen all of his matches in Lucha Underground, saw... A lot of his matches prior to that as Ricochet, and I have no issue with him uh, being on your list. I don't think necessarily we could um, penalize a wrestler because of the promotion that he's with. Yeah. So I, I think there, there's there's no issues that I have with having anybody from Lucha Underground on the list. I know when I made out my list, I, I saw that I had a lot of international talent uh, in my top ten, which I'm not sure that you guys are going to have, you may not have the same thoughts that I have. You may not see the same programmings and, and, and match the matches that I see. So I have no issue at all with him oh, so. uh, being in your top ten. <laughs> so see, Seth, let me smarten you up here. So this is, that's Mike's way of insulting not just you but me too. That's like, well, I, he's so PC. Well, I'm not sure if you guys would have the same international talent because we don't have the same internet browsers here in New York <laughs> you have in Las Vegas. Is that what it is, Mike? A lot more options here, and many. Many more options. You guys just don't have that. I understand that, though, and I'm willing to overlook it. All right, spoiler alert: I don't have any wrestlers from Argentina on my list. (laughs) None. (laughs) KFJ, he's back. Jobber. Oh, great. Yeah, who's... I got up at 5 a.m. for this. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas. All right, who's... who's... <laughs> I got a lot of problems with you people. <laughs> <laughs> who's your number nine tonight? Number nine is a guy who, in my opinion, really came into his own uh, in the last year or two. Uh, this guy has the look. He's got the ability. Um, he established himself as a junior heavyweight for years in New Japan Pro Wrestling. Moved into that top-level um, heavyweight contenders position this year. Great matches against AJ Styles. Great matches against Nakamura. My number nine is Kota Ibushi. Uh, when I when I did some research on him, I knew that that he's been on the shelf as of late. He's had a cervical disc injury, Ooh. so obviously that's a concern going forward. And that was that was another one of the patterns that I noticed when I made out my top ten list. Just how many of the guys on this list. Um, had suffered major injuries uh, in 2015. Kota Ibushi is number nine for me. Okay, and and that's a great pick. And I'm going to just want to say one thing. You know why, uh, to your point, Mike, a lot of these guys are uh, banged up a little bit that uh, that you could potentially put on a list, this list or on this list. It's because if you're on a list like this, you are a no matter what country you're from, a full throttle, nonstop, 100 mile an hour wrestler, and that kills your body. So. It doesn't surprise me that some guys like Abushi and those other guys are banged up that you're talking about. And by the way, I do have a couple of international fellows on my list. I just wanted to point that out to you today. Oh, um, God, God bless you. Yeah, well, thank you. All right, Seth, who's your guy? Uh, my first international pick, uh, Ethan Carter the third. <laughs> Isn't he from uh, Isn't he from Canada or something? That's EC three, dude. I, yes. I, I think he's from Cleveland, actually. <laughs> yeah, actually, and he's a tremendous worker. But that's uh, your that's your number nine. That's my number nine. I I gotta say, I think he's a goldmine for WWE. I think he would be a huge heel in WWE, and he would be like right there with Kevin Owens as far as you know heel. EC three. Yeah, I think he could be. Well, he I was know he was in the WWE. I know they developed him, but you know maybe whatever they thought he was missing, I think he found it. You think he's doing big stuff and good stuff in TNA? Listen, I'm not saying like TNA. I just think he's representing himself yeah. really well. I he's, think he's tremendous. I think he's I, great on the on the mic. I think he's great yeah. in the ring. Definitely. I, I Today, he, Mike and I have called a bunch of his matches. Yeah. I mean, so uh, I think he's money. Yeah, no, he's. Uh, I have no flag on that. I, I, I'm an EC3 fan. Uh, Mike, no, it, amazing the way that this guy established himself uh, in in TNA in the last year or so. And while I don't have him on my final top ten list, he he was in my first draft. Uh, yeah. Made a few changes and went through. So uh, I know you guys love this. He's just a little bit outside <laughs> just my top ten. 
just outside. I, I, I love EC3. Yeah, me too. Me too. The guy has just made incredible strides. Didn't make draft 57 on Mike's list. I have, well, I had a bunch of, in, you know, I have the interns that go through my list. And EC3 did not make my final, but he was on my previous list. He's a tremendous worker, a tremendous guy, and an excellent stick man, microphone guy, you know, promo guy for sure. No doubt about it. No, 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 no. My number nine is a uh, another, well, the guy that was recently a guest on my show, the Taz Show, if you notice the pattern here. No, I'm joking. Um, PWG World Heavyweight Champion, Ring of Honor TV Champion, uh, Roddy Strong. Roger Strong is my number nine. Look, if anybody out there listening or watching the show right now, if you have not seen Roger Strong work, um, you need to check this guy out. If you have seen him work, then, well, you know why he's on this list. He's my number nine. This guy's like a modern-day in-ring worker, uh, Dean Malenko-esque, similar style. Maybe a little bit bigger than Dean. Uh, to be the heavyweight champ at PWG, Pro Wrestling Gorilla out there in California, and Ring of Honor as a TV champ, those are two companies, well, they're in bed together now to have a relationship, those two companies, but they arguably have two of the best rosters in the wrestling industry worldwide today. So, Roddy Strong is my number nine. You know, I love that pick. I don't have him on my list. Um, I, I was so impressed with this guy years and years ago when he when he competed in TNA. Um He's he's terrific, and uh, I think he definitely deserves to be uh, mentioned, Taz. I think that's a great call. When he was in TNA, I I don't think I was there. That was before my time in TNA, right? So who who was he? Was he in a program with anyone? Like, what was he doing? He was just sort of part of the X Division, um, you know, in in TNA. Uh, As far as what years he was there, boy, oh, boy, I would say that it was probably in the mid-2000s. I think he may have also... uh, yeah, I would say 2006, maybe 2007 in that range. Um, had some, you know, great matches I can remember. I think with uh, Austin Aries, wow, yeah. um, AJ Styles. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. Those, those, okay. were, those were great matches. Loved Roderick Strong in TNA, and think he's just doing great these days. Yeah, yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you, you know, I'd love to see him and AJ, Austin Aries work now. Oof, man, that'd be something. <laughs> yeah, those two guys definitely uh, legit. All right, good. Boom. We just banged out 10, banged out 9. Number, where are we at? 8. That <laughs> comes after 9. Uh, okay. Thanks, <laughs> Seth. Um, <laughs> all right. Just set the table here. This is this is my Christmas present that you brought him back. What? Oh, me. Oh, me. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. No, I, I'm sorry. I'm, I, I, my mind, I'm trying to stay calm because I, I want to take the whole table and throw it at Seth's face. So I'm trying to just stay calm right now. So I lost. Yeah, this is your Christmas present from me to you, Mike. Instead of a, a, a bottle of, uh, of you know, like Jack Daniels or your favorite Bombay drink. Bombay, I was going to say but your, right. your favorite your favorite drink of. But you know, look, I've never seen you turn down a drink in general. But, yeah, of course, <laughs> you're, you're, you're more of a gin man in Bombay Sapphire. But I digress. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so please give me your nut. What's the matter? You, you, what's- uh, well, he's ragging. I mean, you know, a couple of weeks ago, I'm listening to his podcast. He gave me Tampa over uh, New Orleans minus three and a half, and I switched my pick <laughs> and I lost my pool. <laughs> So, you know, I'm mad. You know, you're mad at me. I'm, I'm here. Have you, have, you, have you noticed a pattern here? Uh. He, gets, he gets his picks from me. He gets his uh, top ten from Mick Foley. Would you just make a decision on your own and grow damn set? Ouch. Jeez, Mike. Uh, you knew Mike was going to come at you. You, you thought things were going to be positive for your I sons. He things gave were me the Tampa Bay Bucks <laughs> minus three and a half. I had to change my pick. I lost my pool. Hey, Mike, I don't know if you heard. I don't shine shoes no more. All right? <laughs> yeah, he's a big shot now, Mike. You know, he's a big oh. shot. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. He's a big shot here at CBS Radio. Oh, yeah, he's such a big shot that he, he decided to undress my studio when I wasn't here to the new producer, the captain, yeah, who he has heat with the captain. The captain doesn't like you, by the way, Seth. Who likes me? Well, I'm in the same boat, dude. <laughs> I, I understand. But yeah, we had a New York Ranger, you know, the Ranger hockey program, right, Mike? I'm familiar with the New York Ranger. Okay, yes. yeah. So we had the nice uh, decal gimmick behind the, ta- the, the the producer spot there, right by the ECU and the Pittsburgh Pirates, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Notice the pattern for the captain. And we had a Ranger sign there, New York Rangers, because a lot of us here are Ranger fans. You know, Crying Brian, myself, I like the Rangers, I, I, you know, uh, uh, the, the captain. And next thing you know, I say on air a couple weeks ago, what happened to the New York Ranger gimmick? That was, uh, and then, uh, and then I heard from a little birdie off air. <laughs> Well, Seth demanded that it comes down. Oh, I'm big on demands. Who the hell? <laughs> Seth, all of a sudden you're a big shot around here? You're yelling at Mike? What's the story A little here? bit, a little bit. Wow. Well, we've got to be careful, Mike. Drinks. Be careful. Get the memo. I didn't get the memo. Or on the house. Well, drinks, I'll tell you how I feel about your new promotion. 
I don't give a damn. Okay, so so that's a shoot. <laughs> Mike, who's your eight? Number eight. Ocho, baby. Eight is Kevin Owens. Ooh, wow. a, a guy who I think established himself um, in WWE this year. Certainly a favorite of the internet crowd. Uh, great rivalries that he had in 2015 with a lot of the big stars. I have to also just put this little caveat on here. Personally, I'm still not sold on his ability or even the fact that he's going to get the opportunity to be a WWE World Champion level uh, performer and athlete. I don't know that he ever makes it to that top level, uh, but I, I have still been so impressed with what he was able to accomplish. And uh, Kevin Owens is my number eight. Well, I agree with that. I'm a huge fan of Kevin Owens. I've done a lot of talk on my show lately. In defense to Kevin Owens, I didn't like some of the misuse, and I was living vicariously through Kevin on the way they were booking him or lack thereof by la- having this kid have no heat, taking any heat he had off of him, by having people throw sodas in his face and popcorn, and him not retaliating, but he finally got some heat back. Now, I have a question, Mike. You know, my whole gimmick here in the show is I don't ask the hard questions. I don't <clears throat> put people on the spot. I, I'm all about easy peasy. Let's not take each other serious. Have fun. In, <laughs> what, you like easy peasy? You like that? That's nice. Easy peasy. <laughs> so, you know, Mike, you know how I am. I'm easy going, Joe. You know how I am, Mike. Always. <laughs> you always have been. Mike must miss working with you so much. I miss working with Mike, but I know he don't miss working with me. I do actually miss working with him, but he's happy as a pig in poop. So, um, so he's a thousand miles away. You're the best. So, bro, I got to ask you why, Mike? Why do you say you don't think or you're implying that Kevin Owens couldn't be a top tier world heavyweight champion material in WWE? Why? Yeah, it's, it's, this is something that we've talked about in the past uh, on the show, and I'll just bring it forward again. It's just my opinion uh, that Kevin Owens will reach a certain level with WWE, and I think for the most part we've seen that level right now, and I don't think uh, because of his look, I don't think that they will take uh, the push to the next level. Um, that's that's pretty much just that simple. So it's... It's it's more of a knock on how I feel that that his uh, character has been handled, like you mentioned, and what I anticipate and how I anticipate that his character uh, will be handled going forward. I I respectfully disagree, just so you know, and only because of his work rate. <clears throat> and um, chances are you're right and I'm wrong. But they have done that before with guys with a certain look that isn't the typical cosmetic look. Look at Mick Foley, a guy we just talked about. Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan's, well, a little bit different. I'm talking about Nick who's like he would wear the shirt and, and he would wear, you know, he had the crazy beard and, you know, the whole thing. You know, um, I don't know if that's what you're saying, Mike, but like... Yeah, I guess, I guess I, I'm, what I'm saying is that I hope I'm proven wrong. Uh, but it's just what I anticipate, what I see when I watch Kevin Owens. I just think he's going to be kept at that particular level. He's a polarizing guy. His in-ring work is great. Recently, Vince Russo had a nice, calm argument with him on Twitter. A nice argument with him on Twitter. Because Vince apparently was saying some stuff that he feels like, you know, Kevin just is, whatever he was saying, I don't want to put words in his mouth, but so, it was on Twitter, so take a word of this, that he's not in shape enough and all this stuff. And I said nicely on Twitter, you know, Vince, um, my, my paisan just understand something that in shape doesn't mean just by the way your body looks i wrestled many times a guy named bam bam bigelow okay who trust me brother that guy would go all day long in that ring and blow you up so just because a guy doesn't look like he's in shape doesn't mean that he can't work 30 minutes and bust your ass and kevin owens is in that realm that guy can go he he's a he's a hell of a hand and and can work his ass off no matter what people think his physical physical look negative or positive he's a tremendous worker he's believable he's that guy that you're drinking a beer in the bar that you know if another, if a guy walks in the bar to pick a fight this is the guy's gonna put his beer down and, and just rip your eye out with his thumb that's what he looks like and that's how they should book him I think about you make me think about Harley race even he was like that tough guy in the bar kind of right, right. that of look course. and everything you know speaking of bars Mike what are you doing later was <laughs> last night you know <laughs> Had a beautiful Christmas party at the Red Rock Casino. There was drinking. There was gambling. 
There was a T-Bones <laughs> restaurant was fantastic. Did uh, I mention drinking and gambling? By a the little way? bit, a little bit. Sounds like heaven. And then all of a sudden, about 11.30, 11.45 last night, reality set in. I remembered that I had a 5 a.m. alarm, and what a buzzkill that was. Welcome to the but, Tash but Show. But I digress. <laughs> oh, gimmick infringement. All right, so today gave number eight, Kevin Owens. Uh, Seth, who's your eight? I have Okada at number eight. You know, Okada. N- NJPW champion. Yeah. Matt, he's, excellent. he's excellent in the ring. He's awesome. You yeah. know? And even though I don't speak Japanese, he still oozes charisma, too. I mean, he's, yeah. he's, a, he's tremendous. He's one of the best wrestlers in well, the world. you're right. You don't, And you don't have to speak Japanese to... See that charisma, Seth. I agree with that. Uh, coincidentally, at number eight, I have a Japanese star. Uh, you know, won every IWGP title you basically imagine. That's Nakamura. So, um, I mean, I think those three cats we have, the three of us at number eight, pretty legit. Imagine that three-way uh, match, a triple threat. Nakamura, Okada, and Kevin Owens. Dude, I'd pay to see that. Mike, how about, would you love to call that one, Mike? I'd, I'd <laughs> love to call that one. And, and I have both Nakamura and Okada on the list upcoming, too. So, All right, don't get uh, hot. No beef no beef whatsoever with those selections. All right, who's your number seven today? You're starting to annoy me. Number seven is another one of those guys that I, I thought really upped his game this year. His personality was so strong, so established in, in WWE and I guess unlike my opinion of Kevin Owens, I really think that long-term this guy has a chance to be that top-level WWE guy. They keep saying that Cesaro is missing one piece of the puzzle, whether it's maybe he gets a mouthpiece, maybe it's a... Uh, I know they tried Heyman, maybe it's Heyman again, maybe it's Ric Flair. Who, Who knows what that is? I've heard Ric Flair talk about even his chance to be the mouthpiece for Cesaro. Mm. Uh, Whatever it is, I think eventually Cesaro will be taken up to that next level. Again, another one of those guys that's got the injury bug, shoulder injury, out for like four to six months. Yeah. Well, I tell you what, Mike, that's why I I do not have Cesaro on my list because of that heavy-duty injury bug that he's got going on with him. Otherwise, I'm a gigantic fan of Cesaro. I put him over a lot on my show, um, and rightfully so. The guy is tremendous. I was begging, dude, begging. For uh, for him to be in a program when when Kevin Owens was the IC champion for a best of five series with Kevin Owens and Cesaro, I was begging on my show, begging WWE to do that, begging them to do that. They didn't do it. I just thought that would have elevated that IC title and both of these men, and I thought that would have been a pretty cool fan. It was a pretty cool fantasy booking gimmick, but they didn't do it. So I'm a big big fan of Cesaro. I especially love when he wears that black towel. <laughs> love that part. <laughs> <laughs> All right, who's your uh, who's your number seven? Seth? I have number seven. Uh, Tanae already uh, talked about him, but I have John Cena at number seven. Uh, his matches with Kevin Owens were some of the best matches I've seen in a Agreed. long, long time. Agreed. Agreed. And he also did Sami Zayn, Neville. I mean, he took he, and Cesaro. He yeah. wrestled, and he, John, so arguably one of John Cena's best years of wrestling. He elevated all those guys, and I agree with everything we just said. And coincidentally, my number seven is Kevin Owens. So, you know, to your point, which is a natural segue, that God, it's like Seth, you and I are on the same page, almost. Um, yeah, it's like your picks are going with my pick, Mike. We don't even need you here, so you can hang up. Um, I'm good. Talk to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he would too. He, Mike, you there? Hello, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Mike and that Mike. Uh, call the hotline. All right, so <laughs> I popped one at. Um, Mike, I'm trying to get my phone number here for fans to call in to change it to the WCW hotline number. One nine hundred nine zero nine ninety nine hundred. Kids, whatever you do, get your parents' permission, but make sure you call the hotline. I love it. I either want that or I want one eight six six I jobber. Can we do that? <laughs> That works. That actually works. Huh? Yeah, no. So, uh, boom. Kevin Owens is my seven. Uh, Tanae had Cesaro. Seth had Cena. Kevin Owens, we've been talking about him a lot here. Look, uh, NXT success, the IC title success, I think they missed the boat. They could have done more with him with the IC title, my opinion. Um, so, now we are at number six already. We are flying through here. Tanae, you ready for six? I'm ready. Sitting on six. At number six, I have AJ Styles. I think um, AJ Styles, uh, a perfect fit for New Japan Pro Wrestling um, promotion. A series of matches that this guy had this year with, uh, and then in recent years with Hiroshi Tanahashi, just absolute classics. Several months he was the IWGP champion. I guess my biggest concern going forward also with AJ Styles is one has to wonder how he's going to bounce back from 
the the injury, the back injury that he has, especially in light, and this is something that you touched on earlier, Taz, especially in light of just how physical that New Japan style is. Yeah, I totally agree with you, <clears throat> and I uh, love that number right there. I love AJ. Big fan of AJ for sure. Nobody's throwing flags on that. Seth, what do you got at number six? Finn Balor, number six. Wow. Okay. Uh, okay. He, he's very unique. His his entrance, his his charisma as a wrestler, his his wrestling. I mean, he's had great matches with Kevin Owens. A ladder match. He's you also forgot to point out a guest of the Taz show. A guest of the Taz show. <laughs> yeah. a, a big fan of Taz growing up when he was. That's a- the fact. Yeah, yeah right. he's he's NXT champion, and, and that title has been elevated from by Kevin Owens by Finn Balor. So I mean, that's a real legit title now. I totally agree. And my number six is Mike's number six, AJ Styles. So everything Mike said and ditto. Um, and and I could just imagine. Could you guys just imagine in NXT AJ Styles? combating going against Finn Balor for that NXT title. What a match that would be. Unbelievable. But, you know, AJ, for now, he's, he's doing his stuff with New Japan, Ring of Honor, and stuff like that, so we shall see. But, um, so there it is. Number six for me is AJ Styles. Today had AJ. Also, Seth had Finn Balor. And we are going to take a quick break right here in a special edition of the Fantasy Draft uh, edition. Top 10 wrestlers, end of year special. Top 10 wrestlers of 2015. I got Professor Mike today on the hook. We got Seth, the KFJ in studio. We'll be right back after this break. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Uh, we're back on the Taz Show with this special edition, holiday edition. Happy holidays, everybody. Holiday edition of Fantasy Draft Edition. A lot of editions of the Taz Show. We got Mike Tanay on the hook, the professor. Get the KFJ, Seth in the studio. Top 10 wrestlers of 2015. Banging it out. We are up to number five. Quick recap. Number 10. I had Prince Puma, Ricochet. Today had Cena. Seth had Sasha Banks. No girl supposed to be in this one, but Seth didn't know. He's a jobber. Number nine, I had Roddy Strong. Today had Ibushi. Seth had EC3. Number eight, I had Nakamura. Today had Kevin Owens. Seth had Okada. Seven, I had Kevin Owens. Today had Cesaro. Seth had Cena. Six. AJ Styles for me. Today had AJ Styles also. Seth had Finn Balor. And that brings us to number five. So let's do it today. You're on the clock. Here we go. Top five. Boy, this really is the cream of the crop. Um, at five for me is a guy that, when I look at the New Japan promotion, this guy's been at the top level now for several years. I'm talking about Hiroshi Tanahashi. Huge win over Okada on the the annual January 4 show um, in 2015 was a great match. Um, lost the IWGP title to AJ Styles, came back, won their biggest tournament of the year, that G1 Climax tournament. Yes. And, and Tanahashi will challenge Okada for the IWGP championship on their January 4, 2016 show. You know, this guy is, is close to 40 years old, but absolutely not stepping back, not slowing down. Hiroshi Tanahashi at number five. The tremendous worker. I'm a, I have him on my honorable mention. I don't have him on my list. Uh, big market for this guy, for sure. He's been doing it big for a long time. Um, yeah, no flags by me, brother. I, that's a great pick. Number five, no doubt. What do yeah. you got, Seth? Uh, number five, I have Jay Lethal. Ah, good job. I mean, yep. I mean he's a two, uh, double champion for a long time. He's he really been carrying Ring of Honor all year. I mean, he's and that's that's very impressive to be able to do that. I totally agree with that, and I have Jay Lethal on my list. I'll get into that shortly. How about that? Nya, nya, nya. Um, my uh, number five is a guy that both of you guys have on your list already, uh, and that's John Cena. I mean, his U.S. title run, as I think you, Mike, pointed out, was something special. You know, I talk a lot on my show, man, about titles either make guys or guys make the title. And I got to say, in this instant, when John Cena was the U.S. champion, he made that title. He elevated that title for the WWE. He really did. And that U.S. Open Challenge gimmick was tremendous. It was something to see. And the matches that both you guys pointed out that he has had, what's the rub he has given to some new cats coming in at that time, new meaning new in WWE, like... like um. 
uh, with Sami Zayn and 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 Neville. Kevin Owens and Neville. Neville, thank you. You know, I mean, just made those guys. Besides having excellent matches with other cats, I mean, John Cena just elevated that title, and then the WWE pooped on it. And, and no knock on ADR, uh, Del Rio, who I'm a fan of, but when they put it on ADR, they did nothing with it. It lost steam, you know what I mean? And I'm not knocking ADR, I'm a, I'm a big fan of his too. But it just, it just well, they went to they went to ADR with it and just didn't do anything with it. I don't want to get to the whole thing about that, but that's a whole different topic. But my point is, it just shows when a guy can make a title and creative gives the guy the opportunity. And John Cena did that with the U.S. title tenfold. Besides just his success he's had, he shows people how hard he works. It's, does he have the most high spots? No. Does he Can he do uh, tons of different suplexes or dives or be the best shoot-style wrestler on a mat? No, he can't. But you know what? He battles every time, and he has top-level matches. He People leave their house with their families to see him wrestle on a live event. This guy's a massive draw. He's a massive, massive star, and he's my number five. It's cool that the open challenge really it was such a simple idea, but it really worked, and he made it work. Obviously, it's unbelievable. I, I put these WWE guys over on my show better than their announcers do. <laughs> That's a shoot. I really do. And and one hundred percent in agreement with everything that you just said, including that the guy making the championship and uh, Seth right there with you as far as what was such a simple idea that that open challenge became something that you look forward to every week. And I don't know about you guys, but you know, so often when I watch that Monday Night Raw show, there's just so much repetition and uh, matches that I've seen before and seen over and over again that I just like that aspect of, of the open challenge and that little that little bit of a hook was something that intrigued me just because it was different. Totally agree. Totally agree. No doubt. No doubt. Uh, what are we up to here? We're up to four already. Oh my gosh. Slow down. Slow down. What do I got to slow down for? I'm just kidding. All right, get me nervous. Okay, <laughs> uh, go ahead, Mike. What do you got number four? Yeah, closing in right here on the big numbers. We're at four. Guy that's the current IWGP Intercontinental Champion is Nakamura in New Japan. Um, multi-time IWGP Champion. A guy went to the finals of the big G1 Climax Tournament. Uh, I know he beat Okada, lost to, to Tanahashi. Just an incredible performer uh, is Nakamura for me at number four. Yeah, I had him. Um, I had him at eight. Seth, you didn't have him on, huh? I got him the king of strong styles just outside my top ten. <laughs> I love. I love him. Wait a minute. <laughs> Bro, he's really stealing this gimmick. He's been doing it the past few fantasy draft, uh, drafts. I got to say, Seth, uh, you're stealing your gimmick it's, a little bit. It's a tribute. It's a tribute. Uh-oh. The silence. That means he's really... The steam is coming out of the ears. He's getting hot or he left. One or the other. So, it's either. Looking for a gin and tonic. <laughs> All right. So, uh, let's see. Tonight had Nakamura. Can't complain. The guys, you hit, you hit the nail on the head, and that's why I had him at eight. The guy's great. Just to be on this list, I think, is impressive. Um, man, we have so far some some similar guys on our list. Obviously, we had a feeling this was going to happen. But, Seth, who do you got at four? Uh, speaking of similar guys, I got AJ Styles. Wow, NJPW champion most most of the year. Leader of the Bullet Club. And mm-hmm. he's just he's just awesome. He's almost like he's gotten better. I mean, yeah, he's, yeah, he's, yeah. He's, he's incredible. All right. I'd love I, to see him in WWE sometime. Well, nice. I... I I have a tie at four. <laughs> here we go. Oh, there's the rules here. No girls, no tag teams. We can have ties. Right now, today's like, what the hell? A did tie just... at four? <laughs> I have a tie. Well, if you have a tie at four, then you don't have a three. <laughs> Bro, I'm stuck here on four. I'm sorry. I... So you got right. a top 11 then. You're right. I can't. I'm going to have to just go with a four. I'm not, I'm not going to I'm not gonna do that. We already have a female on this list because Seth put Sasha Banks on the list. Which, again, no problem with Sasha. I'm a mark for Sasha, okay? <sighs> I, I don't have a tie. I, I don't have a tie for. I, I just, I have a four. <laughs> I had a tie. But now I just moved someone to my honorable mention. But we got to know who it was. Now, Should wait I, a minute. How do you move somebody from a tie from four <laughs> to honorable mention outside the top ten? I, I knew you were going to say that, yes. Mike. I, 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 I knew you were going to say that. And, um... Definitely a product of the New York City school system. <laughs> I knew Ouch. you were gonna say that and I'm gonna explain. Let's get down to the nitty gritty. Okay, so so here's the thing. Here's the thing. Because I have the guy at four, but I'm 
content and happy with my top three. So I don't want to put him in my three. I don't think he's three worthy. So I had him either at four or honorable mention. <laughs> How's that? That's terrible. You're, you know what, you're, you're giving me the verbal candido. You're backing <laughs> off in the corner. Bop, 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 bop. Oh, oh, slow it down, slow it down. All right, all right, all right. So let's see. My number four is Jay Lethal. Okay, so I I talked to a couple people at Ring of Honor, and um, and I'll tell you who the guy I put the honorable mention. Uh, He was in a tie with somebody else. I'll tell you that in a second. But I talked to a couple people uh, this past week at Ring of Honor, and I was like, you know, one of the office guys. I said, who would you say your top, you know, your top. Who had the most success in 2015? I'm just curious because they said, well, who do, you, who do you think? And I said, I would say lethal. And they said, exactly. They agreed. And so, Seth, you had him on there, too. I mean, as far as Ring of Honor and stuff, just this guy just is just uh, tremendous. Now, Mike today and I both know Jay very well and had an opportunity to call a ton of his matches. Mike, you know him longer than me. Um, and I've actually had Jay on the show. Notice the pattern. I always have good workers on my show. You notice that? It's a Tash show. Thank guys. Thank you guys. I appreciate yeah, you. Got the biggest worker sitting next to you. Yeah, I know. No, hey, but no, oh, I, I, I put over the show. I put over myself today, and you and Seth. And this is what I get. I get nothing. Yep, you got the best guys on. I got crickets. You got the best show on. The best oh, show going. Yeah, it's great. The best show going, baby. You're the man. So, so hold on a minute. Wait, hold Uh-oh. on. I got this reindeer. Hold on. Oh boy. Oh. Hey, oh, oh, look out, look out. You heard that, Mike? I got a reindeer that oh. shoots uh, stuff off his nose. Hey, sorry. I'm Rudolph. It's hey. like, oh, nice throw. Wow. Yeah. So that's got a pretty good arm, Mike. It's like Nolan Ryan, but different. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm left. I'm lefty. Just a little bit outside. Just a little bit outside. <laughs> I'm a Southpaw. <laughs> oh, okay, South Camden, me. South Jersey. First day with my esophagus. Yeah. All right, so Jay Lethal's my number four. Now, of course, you guys pondering or wondering, who did Taz move to his honorable mention that wasn't in the top three? It's like the open challenge. You don't want to know who's coming out. A young man that, Mike, you know, but of course, Seth probably never heard of, but he'll jump on Google, uh, and that's Zach Sabar Jr., Okay. Yeah, look at Seth's face. Didn't you, didn't you have him on your show for your breakdown before the breakthrough and the breakout? Oh, that's nice. You <laughs> notice that, Mike? You notice the, 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 how he made fun of the name of the segment? That's, you see how comfortable he's getting a half an hour in all of a sudden. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's, he's right back to the way that he was before. These you are, would think that, that, yeah. that you know, maybe maybe he'd, he'd be on his T's and Q's and be worried coming back, but no, not the case. Well, right? these, these are, right Mike, Mike you're right, Mike, and these are a lot of reasons why he's not on the show anymore, see? So, so see, he takes my segment, and he kind of kicks it in the nuts, and, and he kicks it right in the yam bag, and it's like, oh, isn't that your, uh, isn't that your, uh, and that breakdown again? Gimmick the right the nuts. Isn't that, that your breakdown gimmick, Schneebitz? Uh, yeah, yeah. He knows the name of Sega. He's a CBS office guy, and you should be supportive of all the shows here, especially the number one show. Of course I am. Jeez. Having a little fun. At my expense. No. All right. So, Zach Sabar. Mike, you know Zach Sabar, right? Well, of course. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Will you stop? <laughs> All right, so he's a tremendous worker. He won the Battle of Los Angeles over at PWG this past year. He won that in the summer, June or July or something. His success, he's a young man from the UK, a success in Japan. Uh, just amazing, amazing talent. So, uh, But he's in my honorable mention. But we still got to get to one, two, and three. But I just figured I'd throw it out there because this is my show. So, okay, so number four, I had Jay Lethal. Today I had Nakamura, Seth, and AJ Styles. Okay, here we go. Top three cities, top three Jones. Today, go. Oh, you just brought this thing to a screeching halt, didn't you? Why? What'd I do? Number, Whoa. Number three for me. Oh. Number three for me is Okada. I uh, had the big uh, January 4 match uh, this year with Tanahashi. Lost that. Rededicated himself. They did that storyline. Um, since July, uh, IWGP champion. Third time he's he's been their champion. And he was just named Tokyo Sports MVP for 2015 very prestigious award third time that he's won that and i had to look this up because i I knew he was still young that guy just had his 28th birthday oh my god you talk about you talk about tremendous upside going forward uh for okada i have him at number three Mm, very good yeah he's tremendous i mean there's no doubt about it uh he's tremendous when you guys saw him in TNA, did you did you see this potential? Did he have it? I don't remember seeing him myself. Mike, so. Mike, you know what happened. <laughs> it's on you. <laughs> right. Well, no, it's it's, it's, it's pretty just, obvious what happened there. Yeah. He just he was not booked correctly. You know, let's be honest. Yeah. And he wasn't. Yeah. Th- 
the, the, the people in charge uh, of creative and booking didn't see what they had in this guy, and he was he was given a subservient position, and, um, and he was, never I, had a chance to break out. And, and you know what, Mike? I think uh, that motivated him to go back to his home country, and I think that pissed him off a little bit. And he can, he got built a chip on his shoulder, and I also think it chipped off uh, the company he works for in Japan. Uh, how do how do you take this guy and and deal with him that way? And and um, I'm going to be honest, Mike. I, you don't have to say because I think you still work for TNA to some degree. I'll say it, so you could just lay out if you want. But I've heard from a pretty credible source that New Japan. I, I don't think they're ever going to get past how angry they are about the way he was handled. Hmm. Yeah, I don't think there's any doubt that it, that it, that because of that. Uh, New Japan sort of cooled on the relationship. Wow, look at Tanae. Not pulling punches. Wow. No, I think it's just a fact, isn't it? I don't get hot. I'm trying to put you over. <laughs> God, Jeez. Wow, by the way. Hey, yeah. Hey, hey, hey jobber. I hear you. It is a fact. It is a fact, Mike. It is a fact. It is. That's the fact, Jack! All right, so what are we up to? Seth, you're up. Yes, uh, this is when uh, the controversy kicks in. Uh, number three, Uh-oh. I bet. I bet you know who I have. Who's he? Me? You? You? Yeah. Taz? Yeah. You Who's Taz. he? You Taz? That's Vince. Pronouns. Pronouns. Exactly. Uh, I have the new day at number three. Okay, what the hell, dude? <laughs> Not just two guys; it's three guys. What are we doing? It's a collective unit. I don't know because when I thought of wrestler here, like they got it going on. They, they, they're, they're great. They're, to me, they're the most entertaining. Oh, that's the thing that's out there. It's three guys, but they're the new day. It's like one line. I know they're the new day. It's like what? It's this one line. New day. I know that. <laughs> I know they're the new day. But if you put in top wrestlers of the '80s, would you say the Freebirds? I might say Road Warriors. But it's this is a top wrestlers. Top wrestler of 2015. I, I don't know. I just it's what, that's what came out. It's my lists. I know. I, I I didn't know the rules. There's no rules. Mike, whose fault is this? Is this, is this I'm my fault? The flag. Hold on. This is the whole. This yeah. is the whole reason why we only needed you and I to do this list. <laughs> um, let, let's let's be honest. The, they've been so well received this year. Uh, I'm with you, Seth. Total agreement. Yeah, yeah. But but let's look at things. You know, let's look at things in in, in the real world here. You've got guys. That are wearing unicorns and have a trombone. It screams novelty act. It screams first or second match level. I, I know they've been well received, um, but but I mean, come on. There, there's a limit to wow. what you can do, and when yeah. you've got unicorns and a trombone, uh, well, you know, come I, on, you're I, not going to be taken seriously. I, I agree with that, not, but the. the the, the trombone gimmick is funny. I'm throwing a flag on his flag. <laughs> Hold on. Oh, Flags on. everywhere. They're, yeah. they're the tag team champs, and they're the most entertaining thing on the show. Everybody looks forward to them. Everybody pops for them. I, I will mean, say, I don't think though, it's a novelty. I, I will say, when they're, I don't think Mike's burying them. He's burying the booking of them. Uh, but they are over big time, and they draw big time. But they did show a vicious side. I think it was with John Cena when the company booked them that way. Remember that? Yeah. Was it seen they got a bunch of heat on? But I understand the unicorn gimmick, the trombone gimmick makes me laugh. But <laughs> I understand we have a list of guys that are true and true grapplers here. And then we have guys They can like work. The, Those guys can work. I know they can work. I look at uh, consequence consequences creed. You know who that is? That's uh, the third guy. What's third guy? Name? Xavier no, Woods. Xavier yeah, the third Woods, guy, yes. Mike. It's Sorry, third guy, Mike. I drew yeah. a blank for a yeah. second. Yeah, I hear you. Well, you can't draw a blank out here. Okay? All right. That, you know how it is here. I'm going to edit this out. Anyway. Dude, no, you're not editing this out. <laughs> I have contractual power of, of attorney or whatever they call it. I have <laughs> contractual power of producer. Yes! Uh, yeah. Power of producer. That's my new gimmick. Yeah, you're pop. I'm pop. <laughs> I'm pop. Power of producer. Look, um, I... Okay, so I'm throwing a flag because Tanae, not Tanae, because Seth threw uh, three men in one slot. Mike's throwing a flag because of the comedy novelty act of the New Day. So not one flag on you, Seth. It's two flags on you. So that's, Mike, you you hear the whistles, right? Look, when we have a top (laughs) ten list of guys that make you laugh, they're in. <laughs> wow. Damn. Okay. Um, they're in. They're right. in. They're, Mike, they're did you have heat? Wait, Mike. I remember like when Creed was in TNA. I thought you and him got along pretty good. We got heat with this kid or what? I have no heat with any of the three guys. I like, like you said. Do I? Do I think they're great workers? I, th- I think. I think they're fine. I think that they're tremendous. It's the gimmick. It's the act. And it's again, 
Uh, you can only take them so seriously. And I think when you're putting together a list of the top 10 guys of, of, of 2015, I just don't think that they belong on that list. That's just my opinion. All right, don't get All heated. Right. Okay, so edit point. My number three is Brock Lesnar. <laughs> no, 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 no. All right, so... Um, <laughs> All right. Well, he put New Day in there. I don't even know what to say. I mean, it's like it's almost like a, it's like a flag thrown. I, I don't. All right, let's move on, please. Enough. Uh, who, who's up? Me. Three. Three. You. Pop. Oh, here we go. Pop. <laughs> All right. NXT champion. Uh, no doubt. No doubt. This guy's must see TV. Finn Balor. Okay. I don't care if he's wearing the full gimmick, the demon gimmick, or not. He is a tremendous worker. Uh, not too long ago, felt like he was the number one free agent in the world. Everybody wanted this guy, uh, and with right, with, with good reason. Um, just a tremendous, tremendous wrestler and performer. Like I said, he I think he really, uh, he's one of the key guys that put NXT really on the map. You know, just he's, he's, it's must-see TV. He's Finn Balor. I mean, it's that simple. He's great. So uh, he's my number three. All right, here we go. We're getting down to number two. Are you ready, Mike? I'm sitting on two. Here we go. It's a guy with the WWE that, that really, really came into his own at the top level, Seth Rollins. High-profile rivalries, everybody from Brock Lesnar to Cena to Orton uh, to Sting. You think of all the mainstream publicity that this guy got with uh, the John Stewart angle. Um, I liked what they did when he had the, the two championships, the U.S., the World Heavyweight. Yeah, yeah, right. yep, yep. And, and, and definitely a tough way to end the year with the ACL, MCL injuries that required surgery. So, again, it's, it's another one of those cases of uh, these guys in my top ten having the injury bug. But uh, for me, Seth Rollins was a strong number two. That, no no argument from me. He's on my list, just not a two. <laughs> All right, who's your, who's your number two? Uh, my number two is Kevin Owens. And uh, just thinking about him, he's old school. He's new school. He's uh, he's. I have no issue with him at all. I think he's. he's I a, love him. I think he's perfect. And I, I don't the the the, uh, the gut or whatever people want to say about his body doesn't bother me. I don't even think about it. I just his work. He's just great. Uh, he's. He, I can see him being champ. He I've, can work his versatility. To your point, he can work with any type of worker. A big guy. He can work with a high flyer. He could go in there and do a false kind anywhere match. He can do any style you want. This guy's the most versatile utility player that looks legit. He looks like a real guy, like I said, in a bar that will go up to you and rip your eye out if he's drunk or not. You know what I'm saying? So I agree. I like your number two. And I, I can see him being champ. I disagree with what Mike said earlier. Yeah, I disagree I, with I, I can Mike easily too. see him being champ. Yeah, Mike, you're a jobber. You, see, you, you, you missed my point entirely. <laughs> I said that I didn't feel like he would ever be positioned as champion. So when you say that I don't think he should be champion... You're completely missing the boat and don't understand what. Well, I, was I didn't say that, Mike. Seth did. No, I, did. I said he did. Yeah. I, I, he, no pronouns. Who's he? Who's he? Who's he? Who's him? Stop pronouns. pointing at me, Mike. <laughs> and, uh, I disagree with that too. I think they will. I think he will be champ, and I think they will book him that way. Wow. We'll see. Yep. Mm-mm-mm. Time will tell. That's right. And we're gonna re-record. We're gonna play this back. Okay. No, we're not. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> we're not playing this back. I'm sorry, Pop. Uh, so, right. Yeah. Power of producer. That's me, Pop. All right, so where are we? We are at number two. So my number two is Brock Lesnar. Uh, All the stuff, obviously, his program with The Undertaker, tremendous. Uh, Seth Rollins matches, you know, uh, just everything high profile. A guy that works a limited schedule, which helps him because he's a special attraction. And when you're a special attraction and have a mouthpiece like a Paul Heyman with you who can get over a a cup out of of the, the curb of the street, you know, that's how good Paul can get something over. You know, Brock is uh, just the whole package of everything you need. Perfect with an old school type manager mouthpiece too. And when Brock does talk, I like his promos. He don't say too much. He's right to the point. His facial expressions are there. But for a guy that works a limited schedule, I think that helps him. But it also makes him just talk about must-see TV. This guy, when you hear his music hit, Everything's perfect except someone saying, "Here comes the pain." <laughs> That'd be me. All right, so uh, you know, it's um, 
it's like it's like UFC and boxing now. Like they fight like once or twice a year. He kind of has that feel with, and it brings more legitimacy to. Yes, he does. Do you really want to talk UFC with me? Do you realize what's been, been going on with me in the past? I just mean MMA. You know, like heard they some fight, stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, once or twice a year. Yeah, I heard. I heard some one of those fights. I had some fixed or something. I had some right? opinions yeah. about something. I don't know. <laughs> so uh, anyway, but I digress. All right, today you're starting to annoy me because your, your your silence speaks volumes, and you're starting to get me really hot. All right, so uh, where are we now? We're up to number one, right? I was waiting for the drum oh. roll. All right, you want a drum roll? Is that what you said? You asked for a drum roll, you got one. This is it, guys. <laughs> number one, and you pretty much just said it all, Taz. Brock Lesnar, for me, is number one, and I think head and shoulders number one. All right. As you mentioned, the limited schedule absolutely works to his advantage. All right. All right. The guy is so legitimate. The guy is positioned as the best and delivers time after time. He is a ticket seller. He's a pay-per-view seller. To me, he stands alone in the business today. Uh, relationship uh, on screen with Heyman is perfection. You, you had a sentence earlier, Taz, with somebody that, that, that you had in your top ten list, and, and I think it was about John Cena that you mentioned it, and I, I thought this really applies to Lesnar, so I'm going to steal that sentence here. Yeah, go for People it. leave the house to see Brock Lesnar. Yep, yep, yep. I agree. No doubt. He's, he's my number one. Yeah, and people, when they, and that's a great number one. When people hear, Mike, you know, uh, oh, this guy's a draw. This guy's not a draw. This guy, I had a whole big thing on my show about about um, Roman Reigns a while back. Like, people like, oh, he's not a, he's not over. I go, no, he is over. And I gave actual numbers to a caller. I gave numbers to the merchandise sales for this guy, how high they are and where he, he sits like one and two. And then I said, people leave their house. You don't understand what it takes for a working man or woman to rally up their kids and themselves, get in a car to go. And you tell me, people don't leave their house. Because kids and some adults don't want to see what Roman Reigns is going to do or Brock Lesnar or any of these. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just saying, like, that's what over is. You know, people don't understand when you go to leave your house to watch this person perform or when they're on TV, you don't flip over to watch the football game. You know, you want to watch what they're going to do. And that's what over is. Over is drawing money. Over is merchandise. Over is people leaving their homes. God, why do I have to be so smart? All right, so <laughs> it's, it's, the, it's the greatest compliment that, that a performer can have. That's your damn right. It is. All right, Seth, number two. What is it? I'm sorry, number one for you. My bad. What is it? Number one. My number one is Seth Rollins. Wow, Seth Rollins. And thank you, thank you very You're much. Welcome. You're welcome. You're yeah. welcome. Um, I'd like to thank the Academy. Uh, Seth yes. Rollins. Carried the WWE for almost a whole year. I mean, he'd go on Raw and do 15-minute promos. And then I know. He, he just was on. He was like almost half the show. And then he gets in the ring and he kills it yep. all the time. Does kill it. I mean, he hurt himself because he's trying to throw a 320-pound guy around yep. like like he's a cruiserweight. Yep. So, you yep. know, he just – he's uh, – I hope you know, I wish him a speedy recovery. I hope he comes back better than ever. Yeah. Well, no flag on that because my number one – my number one, I kind of stooge off into number two. And my number one, hold on, let me do this again. My number one, <laughs> a lot of drummers here, is none other than uh, Seth Rollins also. Yeah. Seth Rollins, Seth Rollins. You know what? I mean, Seth, you hit on a lot of it there about Seth Rollins. And, and uh, it's not only that. Look at the problem in the hole, the big black hole that was created for WWE creative and Vince McMahon himself when Seth blew the knee out. They didn't have a contingency plan, and they had a circle of wagons big time. They didn't have that plug-and-play guy to put in there. They had to use a transitional champion and something like a Sheamus to get it on Roman Reigns, which now works. And i got to predict this. Next year, when we do this list, if we're all still here, God willing, because you never know what's going to happen. You know, Tanay could walk outside and, and get hit by a bus. So, uh... Merry Christmas to you, too. <laughs> you're in Vegas in the desert. I'm in Manhattan. I'm telling you, you're going to hit by a bus. <clears throat> no, I hope not. You could have like a palm tree fall on you or something. But, <laughs> you know what I mean? But no. A, a giant bottle of Bombay sapphire. Yeah. <laughs> no, poof, just nails you. So, yeah, anything can happen, right? So, but no, we're all here next year. My prediction we do this next year, Roman Reigns will be on this list. Roman Reigns has so much TV time, and neither of us, no three of us, had him on our list. You know, I find that interesting. You know, um, I think that 
and I don't know how I'm segueing to this. I just something triggered me because of the Seth Rollins thing. That's my number one. That's your number one. And Brock Lesnar is Mike's number one. But I think a Roman Reigns arguably could be on this list next year because maybe this kid turned the page. I hope he did. He was a hard worker, and I think he's finally connected to the audience. But maybe a little bit off topic. But you know what they say. It's my show. I do whatever the hell I want. I don't care what anybody thinks. <laughs> I think it, I think it's a great point, and the fact that Roman Reigns is not on uh, any of our top ten lists is not an indictment of Roman Reigns. Right. It's 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 also it's putting the heat on the promotion too, and how this guy is presented. Um, I, I think, and you know, we're just gonna we're gonna see how uh, he evolves in in twenty sixteen. He certainly has that upside that you would anticipate. You would certainly think that he's going to be booked in, in that kind of a position that he should make the top ten list right, um, right, for right. 2016. So have to agree with you there. I agree, and I think this was uh, this all, all our list was excellent. All three of us. I think there'll be people throwing some flags uh, on the old Twitter. Uh, you know, it's holiday season, and uh, people don't care. They just get mean. How could you leave off Johnny Jobber? <laughs> Why did you have Joey Jabroni on the list? He's just outside my chest. Just outside. Where was... <laughs> Why? But I, I, you know... Oh, man, how could you not have Dean Ambrose? Why is Dean Ambrose not on it? Oh, my God! Why, why, why would you not have Dean Ambrose? I mean, some people might say that. Dean Ambrose works his ass off. He's on my honorable mention. I love Dean Ambrose. And he's IC champ. He's IC champ. I got Zach Sabre now moved to my honorable mention. I got Sasha Banks as a female. I got the Young Bucks, awesome as far as teams. Young Bucks, what do you got in your honorable mention there, uh, Mike? Yeah, honorable mention for me, I had Dean Ambrose, I had Jay Lethal, I had EC3, and Minoru Suzuki of, of New Japan. So, nice. uh, you know, the lists were very similar in a lot of instances, and I think that's because we, I think it was established who those top guys uh, were in 2015. I agree. Who's on your honorable mention, Seth? I got Brock on my honorable mention. I, I I agree with everything you guys said about him, but just for the limited schedule, I, I had him on honorable mention instead of top ten. Alberto Del Rio because he had a lot of success in yeah, AAA as point. well. I and like he, that. Yeah, yeah. He, he's just he's good he's, call. He's a top guy wherever he goes. No, he is. That's uh, yep. a good point. Very Nakamura point. I had and also at Cesaro. So we had a lot of the same guys. Well, those guys all dominated the year. Yeah. Well, tell you what, Mike, Seth, till next year. Um, because you guys won't be on my show ever again, either of you. Oh, um, <laughs> promise. Promise. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, never fails. The rule always wise asses everywhere you go. Well, it's been a lot of fun, I guess. Right? I mean, it seems like it's kind of sad that it's over. You know, no more. It's it's uh, the people were looking forward to it. KFJ, all seven of his fans, Mike was so happy that he's back on the show. Yes. You're welcome. You know, Mike, Seth actually started three fake Twitter accounts that attack me on Twitter on a regular basis. It's unbelievable. It's I can't Seth. do it myself. Mike will kill me. Yeah. <laughs> I got to hide. It's unbelievable. That's, that's maybe the most creative he's ever been. <laughs> Thank you, Professor. Seth, you have heat love with you, everyone. Seth. You know I love you. Mike, uh, today. It's all fun and games. Yes. I love the holidays. I love you too, Professor. Mike, Mike gets Mike. Today gets along with everyone. I've never heard anyone say anything bad. Well, one guy did. How about Mike? <laughs> that one guy did. Wait a minute. That one announcer, but I digress. <laughs> we'll leave that alone. <laughs> he popped. He knows what I mean. That maybe one guy. Just one guy, maybe. Just one guy. So, but, uh, all right, look, it's been a lot of fun. So now, you know, we, you know, people can listen to this thing throughout the holiday season, right? You got, you can watch it. Forget, listen, watch the damn thing. You get to see myself here. The KFJ and a lower third of Mike Tanay's pitcher. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the handsome devil, that guy. <laughs> all right, we're done, bro. Anything else you want to say? Any? Uh, you have anything else you want to say, Mike? Or are you good? Uh, I'm all good. Happy holidays, guys. Same to you, Mike. Thanks for coming on, brother. Appreciate Thank you it. So much. Thank you, baby. So uh, that was great. A lot of fun. Jumping back on, doing a fancy draft edition. This is just a lot of fun. Yeah, it's like it's like we never left. But we got to do we got to do another one next month because people get hot. Uh oh. So the captain, you might have to arm wrestle him or something. Oh, you see the size of his arms? He's huge, bro. He's huge. I can't take him. I know. He's, he's always doing push-ups in the hallway. I'm old and broken down. I, I know the feeling. Yeah. All right. Well, Seth, not even, I didn't even take any bumps. I know. I know. 
Well, that could that could change. Um, <laughs> hear that? I got I got that recorded. You got that Threat, recorded. Threatening, threatening him. All right, All right so pop. We're, pop. Yeah. So we um. So yeah. So the next, uh, I guess you're gonna have to jump on the next one then, in January, right? If I'm still working here, sure. <sighs> well, you're busy. A lot of people are like, well, where's Seth been? Rah, rah, rah. You know that they kind of ended now. They love the captain. That's my cousins. Yeah. <laughs> my girlfriend. Yeah. Captain's getting. You know, he's he's different than you though. Yeah. He's the captain. There's only one captain. Well, it's a gimmick. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> oh, sure, Stujimov, nice. It's a gimmick. He faved the captain. He's a real captain. He faved the captain. Now he's, he's I have an old roommate that's an actual captain. Really? Yeah, he's a captain of a ship, uh, boat. You know, he's a boating captain. Are yeah. you kidding me? I'm serious. Really? Yeah, he caught a 500 pound mako shark. But why'd you have them rip the ranger thing down? Why? It was you. Well, it was me. I know it was you, Fredo. No, I'm telling you. I heard it was you. Look at this. What is uh, Kel was, stick of the arm, bro? That, this video, this arm. You oh. love that thing. Oh, yeah, I love we, it. We took it down because um, I thought it was there for uh, video, whatever, and then you put the sticker up, so I thought it was replaced, so I took it down. No, no. We, <laughs> no, but we, Do you understand? We are going to... That wall will be covered soon. Of course it will. I don't care about anybody else doing shows here. We, we know that. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> We're all aware. We're very aware here at CBS. I'm speaking on behalf of CBS. We're aware that you don't care about other shows. <laughs> We're well aware. Thank you. <laughs> Every time we walk in, we know. Oh, okay. <laughs> I Look, don't care. That's the Taz studio. I don't give a damn! <laughs> because when those some bitches are in here every day like me, every morning like clockwork, and I'm the, the guinea pig around here, <laughs> when they could start this ship off, you, dude, you and I a year ago, almost to the date, yeah. started this thing off. The work put into this thing. When these Johnny come ladies want to come in this room <laughs> and take over, and you could tell Kells I said that. I, I, I don't care. Tell Kells. Oh, you're in big trouble now. Why? Well, no, don't tell him. I'm <laughs> don't get me in trouble. Just you don't see Kells when he's angry, man. I'm just talking trash. Why are you gonna? You don't see Kells when he's angry, dude. I'm over Ooh. here. This is all on video. What are you? Ah, uh, no, because the gimmick arm. Markel, get in here. Oh God. Oh it's Jesus. Like, I, I do everything. He's breaking here. the arm. <laughs> he's breaking the arm. All right, the show's done. All right, so look, we're done. We're done here. Thanks Great. for uh, jumping on, watching, or listening. And uh, Seth, why don't you plug your Twitter? We had, I think we plugged it on the lower third. Oh, you did? Oh, that's nice. Set yeah. the twit. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Set the twit. Well, Video Brian, you know, he's another guy who hates your guts. You're funny. Like, you thought it was Seth the Wit. Like, I was like, saying I'm witty. You're witty. No, I'm a twit. Yeah, it should be Seth the Jobber. All right, the so that's boy. it. Uh, that's it. Well, happy Hanukkah. Is that Thank the right you. vernacular? Is that the right thing to say? Uh, the pronunciation is Hanukkah. <laughs> yes. I can't follow that. On that note, for Mike today, who's gone, thank you, Mike, for joining off. For all you guys during the holiday season watching this, watching or listening to this special fancy draft edition during the holiday season season i hope you guys enjoyed it hope you had a lot of fun for seth i'm taz thank you we are out of here a lot of fun as usual have a good holiday take care i left my heart in the city Never feels the same cause we've been doing our own thing. Trying